This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. Ankur Agarwal's first investment wasn't a blue chip or an Apple stock. Nope, he didn't listen to his father either, who suggested he invest in fixed deposits or gold. This 30-year-old invested nearly 7 lakhs in cryptocurrencies through the trading platform Wazirex. His reason, he would get an unparalleled rate of return that neither gold nor fixed deposit can give. For me when I when I sort of read about and compared it with uh, various investment options, I think ROI wise cryptocurrency was offering as much as 504% at one point. So my dad you know came in with his uh, old school thought that uh, when you're talking profits um you know any form of profit even even 5% 10% is is good enough you know invest in uh, fds invest in ppfs uh, invest in say gold uh, and when you compare the returns uh, the numbers are so small that it just wasn't appealing to me lo and behold mumbai based ankur's crypto investment was shooting up the charts his belief that cryptos have the potential to put one on a higher income bracket was coming true and why not i joined in uh, in march uh, back then i think uh, if i'm not wrong bitcoin was trading at about uh, somewhere between uh, 35 lakh to maybe 37 lakh rupees march 2021 and uh, this was when you know the market was just climbing up 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 so i invest say in 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 the first week of march i buy some bitcoin i buy some ethereum uh, i buy some some a few other tokens and within 7 days i see uh, a 10% profit you know 15% profit another 7 days it becomes 20 25% what ankur did not estimate was that the bitcoin prices were going to tumble bitcoin crashed from its peak of over $63,000 a coin in April to over $40,000 as of recording this episode. This dip coincided with Indian regulators tightening their screws around this new currency. India's top cryptocurrency agency Wazir X has received a show cause notice from the Enforcement Directorate for transactions worth 2790.74 crores and said that Chinese nationals had used the Indian crypto agency for laundering gambling proceeds worth 57 crores. Wazir X. Yes. the very same one that ankur used to trade his cryptocurrency to explain transactions worth rupees 2790 crore while wazirex denied receiving any such notice from ed i asked ankur if he was feeling jittery i won't lie it uh, was to a certain extent but Uh, hey, let's face it. That uh, the moment uh, the news started coming, uh, Wazir X, uh, they were prompt enough to put in a, a, a mention that uh, you know so far nothing's actually coming to us, and that they're willing to cooperate with whatever uh, there is. What happens to Uncle next? Will he and the investors like him cash out? And more importantly, 
how are indian regulators scrutinizing this new currency in which many indians have invested their hard earned money i'm devina sen gupta and you're listening to the morning brief to understand how safe are investments of people like ankur and what are the allegations against cryptocurrency i talked to shugato ghosh associate editor with the economic times Shugata, we have been discussing about cryptocurrency and how a regulation is bound to come up in India as well. Uh, wanted to understand that trouble seemed to shadow the crypto world. Even before they could sort out the payment snags with the banks, the largest exchange, Wazirex, is being questioned by ED. Was it a bolt from the blue for people like you who have been tracking uh, this segment? No way. It was waiting to happen. if you ask me is the nature of the beast now look enforcement directorate is known for its excesses but why did they step in here just consider yourself a person who is in new york who buys a bitcoin using dollars spending dollars and then you move the bitcoin from your wallet to my wallet now this is no different from sending you sending a mail to me no one knows no one cares but the complication begins if i after receiving the bitcoin from you sell down on wazirex or any other exchange and receive money why because foreign currency that is your dollar has quietly crossed the border and has got converted into rupees on the back of crypto and bypassing the entire banking system now this can be construed as a violation of fema under the law under which wazirex has received the notice now the entire plot gets murkier if you or me or both of us are persons of interest under some separate investigation then this becomes a transaction under money laundering and that's serious because you are exposed to a draconian law called the prevention of money laundering act or pma right uh, fema stands for foreign exchange management act and uh, shugatan your uh, in a column recently also it was a very apt headline it said for the crypto crowd the going is getting a lot tougher do you think the other crypto exchanges could come under the lens as well now like wazirex did i'll not be surprised if you ask me i'll not be surprised at all because just think if there is a mysterious friend of yours who transfers 10 crore into your salary account right now the bank will immediately alert the financial intelligence unit the income tax will come after you even the ed can step in and they will all ask please explain where did you get this money from who is this great friend of yours and what is the transaction but take another scenario where this friend of yours transfers some 30 or 35 bitcoins which is equivalent to the same amount to your wallet no one asks the questions because no one gets to know unless in the course of an investigation they stumble upon this information and then they come back which is exactly the thing that has happened in wazirex the investors who were trading in wazirex were under a separate investigation of ed and while going through their books they found that they have dealt in crypto coins converting crypto coins back back into rupees and vice versa now now the crypto exchanges are doing whatever they can 
to make sure that the investors are buying cryptos with accounted money. There is no cash involved. And the money to buy crypto, they're making sure it comes from a bank account. Right. Banks follow all the know your customer regulations. But then they ask for address proof, they ask for Aadhaar to open your account, and they severely restrict all cash deposits. But all this is to find out the source of money, to ensure that the source of money is kosher. But no questions are asked on what is the source of crypto. And that is the, that is the void. Right. Uh, somewhere uh, there is a disconnect between the crypto ecosystem on one hand and the regulators and law enforcement agencies on the other. Why is this disconnect and the gap seems to be increasing by the day? Oh, you are, you are dealing with absolute heretics. <laughs> I mean, when it comes to fintech, when it comes to crypto, these are people who will ask, why do you need bankers to run banks? Now, they come from a very, very different world. They're driven by innovation, the modern nuances and the notions of fintech. And at some point, they clash. And that clash is inevitable with very strong laws, stern laws like PMLA, FEMA, Benami, Black Money Act. Over the last few years, we have enacted very, very strong laws to cut money laundering and bring down unaccounted income. Many people find it these are absolute draconian laws, but whatever they are, if you have to do business in India, you have to deal with those laws. And at some point, they will clash. Right, because in India, heresy is not only looked down upon, but is also punished. We keep reading about this new bill and assurances from the finance ministry that they will not ban crypto. So why is the government taking so long to pass a law and lay down the rules of the game? Look, I mean, the priorities are very different. I mean, the government is dealing with a pandemic. The government is dealing with a fiscal deficit, saving lives, and a lot of other issues. Crypto is the last thing uh, possibly in that list. But at the same time, the crypto is growing at a fierce rate. So an unregulated sector is growing wildly, which is a dangerous thing. I mean, there is no consensus in the government what to do with crypto. RBI doesn't want crypto. It's very clear. Okay, And uh, there have been some proposals within the government, by government institutions, that to do to impose a GST on crypto trades. But the flip side is the moment you impose GST on crypto trade, you are recognizing crypto as a good. In that case, all crypto transactions have to fall in place with other regulations. They are not prepared to do that immediately. At the same time, they don't know what to do with it. Right. So we are very, very far away from, let's say, an El Salvador, which has made uh, Bitcoin a legal tender. The success of the Bitcoin Beach project has boosted the popularity of cryptocurrency in El Salvador. And on Wednesday, the government announced Bitcoin would become legal tender. Therefore, the law of Bitcoin is approved. Well, El Salvador is a, I mean, it's not exactly an example to follow us, but, but uh, yes, I mean, if you see the liberal democracies, they have allowed crypto because they have understood the, uh, the nature of cryptos and that uh, why it will stick, why it will stay. And if new cryptos keep on being launched, central banks have to do some serious rethinking on what could be the possible impact on macroeconomics.
that is the right, so challenge goes beyond just you know dealing with a young millennial generation high on cryptocurrency it has to be into macroeconomics as shugato rightly explained shugato thank you so much for putting things in perspective for us so while shugato succinctly explained the regulatory tussles i wanted to find out what crypto trading companies similar to wazir x feel about the stringent regulatory norms is it suffocating or a welcome step ashish singhal ceo and co-founder of crypto trading platform coinswitch kuba put forth his views on how firms like his are dealing with these demands it's apurva mittal tracking this sector highlighted if there are others like ankur who are feeling jittery ashish how worried are you of this tightening of regulations around cryptocurrency in india so uh, devina it's it's not tightening it's it's the phase that any industry goes through right it's about getting the regulators involved and getting the right regulations in for the good of the industry right setting the right regulations not only help the users and the companies but the government alike right so all three pillars of any industry needs to work together and i think this is the phase that Uh, every country has gone through as well in terms of crypto regulation and that is what india is going through as well interesting points out there ashish but for example the allegations against the trading platforms is that you know it might lead to money laundering uh, there are lack of audits there are no kyc norms done uh, what do crypto trading platforms have to say to this so i think this uh, statement entirely is not correct we do have uh, one of the most strictest kyc that we do that you would see any digital investment platform follows today right there are a lot of access that crypto companies do not have because it is an unregulated market we do not get nsdl libraries direct access because we are not a bank and uh, or a regulated entity in that matter so this helps us get that clarity this helps government classify crypto exchanges to be able to access the tools for kyc which would make our systems more stringent right ashish when you said nsdl directives you mean uh, directives by the national securities depository limited right yes yes right uh, apurva uh, when ashish mentions that uh, you know this will just help uh, trading platforms become more stringent you have been reporting on the rise of cryptocurrency and the recent uh, mayhem that has happened which has led to quite a lot of fluctuation in the crypto prices when you are talking to different trading companies do you see a similar jitter so devna i think exchanges realize how big of a concern uh, potential money laundering activities are for the regulators and they are very seriously upgrading their kyc aml aml policies in fact as part of blockchain and cryptocurrency committee of india they have set up an advisory board to formulate a self regulatory code of conduct that all exchanges have you know pledged to follow and by doing so they want to win the trust of financial institutions Uh, you know some of the things the code will include are standardized annual audits routine disclosures of company information and funding and po- possibly repeat know your customer checks ashish coming back to you i understand that companies are becoming more stringent kyc norms are getting followed but what about the thousands of crypto investors how are you allaying their fears so devina like i said right that industry is evolving 
how we can help our users understand this uh, better is by being more transparent in this industry right by creating more education in this industry and helping them learn what are the rights and wrongs of this industry right learning from the likes of coinbase or you know the countries like us singapore who have regulated bringing those standard practices within our ecosystem and being very upfront and honest with our users explaining why these policies are required and what are the steps that an exchange takes in ensuring their uh, protection ashish let's say i haven't invested in crypto ever but i'm very keen on it now how might these kind of allegations around cryptocurrency uh, around the trading platforms take away the sheen from something which is so exciting i mean the returns are so high but these allegations kind of diminish the sheen don't you think so it does it does to an extent devina and it's not just an exciting industry in terms of returns but it's also an exciting industry in terms of digital india right the way the country is moving towards building the next unicorns building the next market leaders in the tech space if we miss out on blockchain if we miss out on cryptocurrencies we will never be able to catch up again right apurva remember when we were discussing the points that ashish mentioned uh, that you know we know people who have broken their fixed deposits and taken the money out of it and put them in crypto when you are interacting with uh, your sources or such investors uh, are they asking you the same question that now they are rethinking their steps so i think they are getting a bit jittery but, you know the last few months have seen an unprecedented inflow of retail money and across age groups into exchanges and instances like you know ed's showcos notice to wazirx or in the past few weeks banks like hdfc and sbi blocking crypto tr- transactions do raise red flags especially for older investors one investor i was talking to who has a decent exposure said that you know any direct or indirect factors in the market cause them worry but it is also important to know that these investors especially the younger ones are in it because they believe in the future of the technology so so they are actually not winding down their positions and remain bullish i was curious to actually ask ashish you know and maybe he can chime in and shed some light on whether coin switch has seen any changes in trading activity on the platform as a result of recent news in fact ashish i will also add to this what kind of growth have you all seen in the trading and now what has been the impact so uh, coinsurge has seen an amazing growth in the last 12 months we have grown to become you know the india's largest retail crypto platform with over 7 and a half million users touching almost 10 million in the next uh, month itself right coming to the recent events uh, we did see a bit decline on the same day uh, the news was out but it quickly picked up based on how the market was behaving as well true uh, wazirx is just the tip of the iceberg according to many analysts uh, are you all talking to regulators on this yes we do so uh, you know through imai india tech who are the uh, the bodies which uh, we we all exchanges are part of uh, rep- they are representing our points to the uh, to the government to the regulatory bodies we are trying to come up with various white papers various solutions to the problems that we are seeing in the crypto industry and how as an as an industry together we can address uh, those concerns which can help government as well as our users have more trust in this industry 
right thank you ashish and apurva thank you so much for helping us understand the reason behind this amount of chaos and this amount of mercurial changes in a crypto currency trading so while ashish and apurva accept that it will be some time before investors fears are allayed our protagonist ankur agarwal remains undeterred and confident crypto is not going to go anywhere you know it's 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 made a solid establishment the foundations are in place so it's only a matter of time before this matter is resolved uh, it may take quite some time but hey you know what trading is still going on i'm being able to uh, recover my losses and uh, there is no concrete sign in terms of things are going to fall down anything of that sort had that been the case you would have already come across widespread panic uh you know it's absolutely calm markets are moving the way they should so there's there's nothing to worry about but how much did you lose back to the question how much did you lose <laughs> <laughs> i think i think so i i've taken a a, a loss of about roughly around 2 and a half All right. or so okay okay you know and 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 out of which some of it has been recovered already was it difficult to explain to father where that 2 and a half lakh went uh let's put it this way that uh, the podcast might reveal that to him <laughs> but uh you know see i think i think uh, uh of course i did keep him to terms with the fact that uh, you know it wasn't uh, just a loose investment at my end and that the market really crashed it was highly unanticipated because i would report progress to him before that also that hey you know what this is what the portfolio value looks like and hey you know what look at this and I really exchange a lot of information so off late I've been keeping him to terms with what's really going on Therefore Ankur has no plans to cash out He says that two of the world's largest economies China and US have both announced their foray into a government controlled cryptocurrency And this indicates interest in what he calls a revolution In fact an increased regulation might actually reduce the volatility in this parallel currency and bring it more acceptance even amongst the staunchest traditionalist thank you ankur ashish shugato and apurva for helping us understand the tussle this fancy new currency is facing i'm devina sengupta and you've been listening to the morning brief This episode was edited and coordinated by Anjali Venugopalan. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Do send in your feedback to the morning brief at timesgroup.com and share the episode on your social media networks. The morning brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a nice day ahead. All clips used in this podcast belong to their respective owners. You can find the credits in the description.